0: To get started, visit plushcare.com weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash makeyourbed today to get 10% off your first month. That's com slash makeyourbed. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. I've got a couple more time management strategies and systems that I figured I'd share here since we're consolidating. And first, we're starting with the 5217 rule. And similarly to the getting things done method, the approach is based on the idea that the human brain can only maintain a high level of focus and concentration for a limited time before it becomes fatigued. So if you take regular breaks, you can prevent burnout reduce your stress and maintain your energy levels throughout the day. During the 52-minute work period, practitioners are encouraged to focus on a single task, eliminate their distractions, and work with intensity and purpose. This approach not only aids us in productivity and efficiency, but it also boosts our motivation and creativity. Once you complete your 52 minutes of work, you take a 17-minute break, during which you're encouraged to engage in activities that have nothing to do with your work and are also conducive to rest and relaxation and rejuvenation whether that be walking, meditating, listening to music, stretching, talking to someone. And this is really similar to the Pomodoro technique, which I do think I've talked about in the past because I've used it for years. But it's a similar tool where you break things into 25-minute intervals. This time, instead of taking 17-minute breaks, you take five-minute breaks. And then every four Pomodoros or 25-minute moments – you can take a longer break, like 15 to 30 minutes. The point of the breaks is to take a drink or have a snack or do something that you can refresh yourself so that when you come back to your task, you won't feel so burnt out. But to be honest, the reason I really enjoy these strategies is because it's completely customizable. It doesn't matter what chunk of time you're focusing on work and what chunk of time that you're taking breaks. The purpose is to have some sort of regimen so that you have a system with timers so that you can refresh and relax instead of just powering through without any pit stops. But something I think is really important and not discussed about when the Pomodoro technique is shared is the fact that the person who popularized this technique did not start with 25-minute chunks. In fact, he set two-minute timers for himself to stay focused on his work because he couldn't stay focused at all. And once he got used to those two-minute chunks, then he could extend the timer to be longer, eventually making it into 25 minute chunks. And that felt the most comfortable for him to get his work done and sustain it in a long term way. For the tasks he was doing, which was writing, the 10 minute intervals were just too short, and he couldn't really get as much done. But hour long intervals without a break were too long for him. So it is really important to start small and work your way up so that you can figure out what your perfect intervals for your specific task might be. Because for some things, you might need more time to get into the flow of it, where other things, you might need more breaks because it's highly stimulating. The point of the technique is to make time an ally, a motivator, an inspiration, instead of some terrifying enemy that we are racing against and constantly fighting with. So remember, even this technique that is a mainstay in a lot of productivity conversations was created out of desperation and an inability to show up. And I will say from experience, this strategy really works for me because it seems so much fucking easier to dedicate 10 minutes to something than having to do a full workday on it, even though once I start my 10 minutes, take my break, do another 10 minutes, take my break, do another 10 minutes. Before I know it, my work day is over. So once you're organized, you can break shit down into smaller and more manageable chunks that you can tackle one at a time and not feel so fatigued and overwhelmed and you can actually start getting shit done. And honestly, by being accountable to yourself, you kind of figure out how to work way more efficiently and in a better way anyway. So it takes load off your plate in addition to giving you a game plan for taking care of the load that remains. It's just another way to get in control of the shit that we feel like we have no control over, because that is a big deal for all of us. That said, fixed intervals and fixed breaks can feel really rigid and regimented, and if that doesn't work for your creative flow or just your lifestyle because you have kids and constant interruptions or whatever, that's not to say this is the only solution. But for someone who has really struggled to get myself organized, even though I thrive in an organized environment, even I can admit when this technique has been effective for me in the past. And I don't always go to it because it sometimes is more intimidating for me to set up my little YouTube. But every time I do it, I feel fucking great about it. And I actually do feel like I got more done. But I'm also not dreading coming back to the work again in the future, which is exciting. And super fucking rare, because often when I do get the gusto to get something done, I get so sucked into the task, don't take any breaks, so that by the time I finish it, I don't want to look at anything that has to do with that again. Which means I'm definitely not proud of my work, and I definitely don't feel confident enough to read it over and check it over or do what I need to do if that makes sense. Either way, I do filter between using Pomodoro timers on YouTube. Also, work with me in real-time videos, where if you just put that kind of information in the search bar, work alongside me, work with me, whatever. Or even body doubling will pop up with YouTube videos where it feels like someone else is in the room with you if you're not someone who is able to work alongside others. But you still kind of benefit from the idea of having an accountability buddy, That community can really help, and I have absolutely used them to my advantage in the past. If you are brave enough or you're craving that human connection in real life and your work is conducive, you can always go to libraries or cafes, and if you live in an area that's decently populated, you might be able to find different meetups that apply to what you're trying to accomplish. And in my experience, they trigger both that novelty and the reward thing that I'm craving. Video game soundtracks, binaural focus music, or cinematic soundtrack music. Those are also extremely beneficial for getting me into the research frame of mind or writing frame of mind. Oh, and also, if you need to learn something, if you engage your physical body while you're learning, it's super helpful with your memory and just cognitive stuff in general. Plus, it can act as a bit of that physical reward and can sometimes act as a distraction from other distractions. I'm also a big fan of putting on a certain coat or a pair of shoes to get me in work mode, especially if I'm working from home. I also have a song that I put on to listen to whenever I'm trying to Pavlovian, like train myself like a dog to work. It's called Worth Ethic by Tony Jones. And it gets me like a boss bitch time to work type of frame of mind, but not too over obsessed. I don't know. It's a really good song. But anyway, I've tried all the tricks. Uh, Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't, just like anything. But if you are an experienced procrastinator like the rest of us, then you'll probably know that sometimes the shit that didn't work before is worth a new shot. And hopefully some of this stuff piqued your interest enough to get something off your to do list this week. And if not, don't stress about it. It'll get done eventually, right? (laughs) I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye cutie.